Russian vaccine diplomacy, the US unlocking, a major kidney transplant, and the royal fallout from the infamous interview. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Tuesday the 9th of March. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Briefing. Today, the British news cycle has been filled with the royal chaos spilling out from the explosive interview conducted with Meghan and Harry that was broadcast on UK TV yesterday evening. We discussed the revelations that came out of that interview in yesterday's daily briefing, and we'll discuss some of the continuing ramifications at the end of today's video. But we are going to try and avoid it for the first three stories, because we all need a bit of variety here. Oh, and one more thing, be sure to subscribe to the channel and share with your friends to help us grow and continue the series. Earlier this month, Slovakia became the latest European nation to place an order for Russia's Sputnik V vaccine, despite it not being approved by the EU's pharmaceutical regulator. In fact, the EMA only began the approval process last Thursday. This is a trend echoed around the world, because, according to Daria Litvinova of AP News, in India, which has been pledged 125 million doses, the vaccine is undergoing studies to determine if it produces a comparable immune response. Brazil's health ministry said it's negotiating to purchase 10 million doses, but the nation's regulatory agency is yet to authorise its use. Nepal, which has been offered 25 million doses, also hasn't given its approval. Regardless, this is seen as a major scientific and diplomatic win for Russia. Their vaccine successfully spreading around the world helps to bolster the country's flagging image. In fact, foreign affairs analyst Vladimir Fromov maybe put it best when remarking, The fact that Russia is among five countries that were able to develop a vaccine allows Moscow to present itself as a high-tech power of knowledge rather than a petrol pump in decline. However, it seems that more difficult times might lie ahead, with the country massively behind when it comes to actually manufacturing and distributing these promised vaccines. As an example, Argentina received 2.5 million doses in the first two months of this year, despite being promised 5 million in January and 14 million in February. It seems that they're not alone either, and late deliveries like this certainly could dent Russia's reputation. Considering Russia's agreed to supply 392 million doses to countries around the world, with talks pending for a further 356 million, it's pretty worrying that the country's Prime Minister revealed that only 20 million have been manufactured in total so far. So if you're scheduled to get a Sputnik V vaccine soon, I wouldn't hold your breath. In the second story today, we move to the US to discuss some updated guidance surrounding the coronavirus. As we've said a few times in briefings, the US is doing particularly well at vaccinating its population. And it seems that this hard work is paying off, which is welcome news for citizens of the US and UK alike, as Brits have also been promised since the start of the pandemic that vaccines could offer a route out of this dystopian pandemic we're living through, and America seems to be proof that that's possible. However, despite the good news about vaccine deployment, Americans have been awaiting an actual announcement about when exactly the vaccine will allow for a return to normality. While a roadmap to normality has yet to be laid out, as it was by Johnson in the UK recently, the first few steps towards it have been announced today. 
The Centre for Disease Control, or CDC, have updated their guidance, recommending that vaccinated Americans, those who have received both doses of the vaccine and who have waited two weeks, should be able to meet indoors with other vaccinated people, without the need for masks or social distancing. It's also been recommended that vaccinated people will be allowed to meet unvaccinated people from one household outdoors, provided they have a low risk of severe illness from the virus. The CDC does accept though that there's still a chance that vaccinated people could spread the virus, so whether the rules will actually change is as yet unknown. Ultimately, we urge all of you to continue following whatever rules are in place where you are and continue acting safely and responsibly. In our third story today, we move to Northern Ireland to discuss a heartwarming story about a boy and a policeman. One particular boy in Northern Ireland had to travel three times a week to Belfast to go on a dialysis machine. Each session took four hours, which as a young child is a particularly long time. The family decided to put an ad in the local paper appealing for kidney donors, and one senior police officer in Northern Ireland, who previously undergone tests to be a kidney donor, discovered that he was a match and decided to donate his kidney. The police officer said, I always had it in my mind that if something arose where I could help, I would try. He added, I thought that it's perfect for me, it's a local lad, and if I can help, I will. To add to this amazing offer, the police officer has offered to give his police hat, whistle and medallion to the boy when they meet in person after the operation. Ultimately, it goes to show that while our news is plastered with pandemic horror stories, there are still good people out there doing fantastic things. They just sometimes need to be reported on more. So now we've covered three other stories, let's circle back to the one thing in Britain that everyone's talking about. Before we dive in though, if you did want to escape for a little longer, then there's a whole bunch of other stories from around the world in today's global summary. That can be found on the TLDR Global channel and is linked down below. Anyway, now that the Harry and Meghan interview has aired in the UK and with 12.4 million people having watched it, commentators and the wider public have had a chance to react to what was said. As we mentioned in the briefing yesterday, Piers Morgan said on Good Morning Britain that he didn't believe Meghan was suicidal. We highlighted that this was in contrast to ITV's mental health campaign that they've been running lately. Well, today the network has had to respond, with the ITV boss claiming that they completely believe Meghan. Ms McCall added that she hasn't yet had the chance to speak to Piers herself. Although good luck to her if and when she does speak to Morgan because this exchange between the hosts of the show this morning didn't go that well. And I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear a number of times on this programme. And I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. OK. I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe, not my no, own. No, 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 no. See you later. I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. In other Fallout news, it's expected that Buckingham Palace will respond to the claims made in the interview later today, but as of the time of recording, that statement hasn't been released yet. While Harry's side of the family have not responded, Meghan's have. 
Her father, Thomas Markle, has stated that Los Angeles is racist, California is racist, I don't think Brits are. And he added that he hoped the question asked about Archie's skin colour was just a dumb question. Whether this interview will go on to be as famous as Princess Diana's interview is as yet to be seen, but we'll need to keep an eye on exactly what happens and how this changes the British monarchy going forward. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.